Welcome to the ReChurch Podcast. This is Tyler Armstrong, the student pastor at 12th Street Baptist Church in Rainbow City, Alabama, with our lead pastor, Thomas Winborn. We are asking the question, how can we become the church that Jesus intended? I'm here with our lead pastor, Thomas Winborn. What's up, man? How you doing today? I'm good, Tyler. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Uh, this is going to be a really awesome thing. I, I really believe so. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, for me, I want to explore with our church and with anybody who wants to tune in, I want to explore what it means to be the church in this day and age. And I think we have to rethink a lot about what we do and who we are and how we live out being the church as God has called us to continue his mission, even in times like these. Yeah. And I mean, just, I mean, I was sitting here thinking about this just four weeks ago, I mean, close to a month ago. We were gathering together as the church. I mean, it was a, Sunday was normal. We were worshiping together. We had both of our services. Sunday school was rolling. And now look at us. Like, what is church looking like now? Yeah, I think church looks completely different for almost everybody out there, at least for the foreseeable future. And some are even arguing that our churches and our culture, even the world as a whole, will look drastically different uh, when we're out of this season, because we can't go back to the old normal. It's going to be a not even a new normal. It's a new season of life with normalcy that will kick in once we kind of get back into a groove. But right now, everything seems kind of chaotic. Everybody's wondering what's going on. So I'm just, I think we need to explore what that looks like for us now and what it could look like for us as we carry on into the new season that will become normal for us after this. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, here's the thing about life. You can't go back to how things used to be. I mean, we, we love to talk about the good old days. We talk about that a lot. But even then, returning back to the good old days is not possible. There's always going to be new challenges, new changes. I mean, with this COVID-19 virus, it's completely changed the entire landscape of our culture, of our economy, and even our churches. I mean, it's, I mean, we're doing drive-in church. We're doing... Uh, uh, live stream. We weren't doing that just a few weeks ago. So with rechurch, with this idea of rechurch, kind of thinking about ways to redo the things that we do. Um, what is this revealed about the church? Like, what is COVID nineteen really revealed about the way we do church? Well, I think first of all, it's good for us to recognize that the mission and the message of the scriptures from Jesus, his mis- his mission, his message, that has not changed. It has never changed. It will never change. It, the gospel, the good news about Jesus is the same today as it was 2,000 years ago. And and the, the mission is the same, to seek and to save those who do not yet know Jesus, to bring them into the family of God because, and that's able to happen because Jesus died on the cross in our place, taking on our sin so that we could be brought into the family of God, that he exchanged with us. He, he took on our sin and die the death we deserve under the full wrath of God so that we could be brought into his family and take on his righteousness. And so that message, that mission never changes, even now. But what does change is the methods through which we accomplish that mission. Those things have to change. We do not do things now the same way they did them 2,000 years ago. We do not do the same type of ways of reaching out, have the same conversations. There are some parts of that that are similar, but those things change over time because the culture changes. So we hold tight with a closed hand to the scriptures, to the gospel, and we hold loosely the methods. It's what I would call an open versus closed-handed theology or, or practical way of doing church. And so we need to figure out what is closed-handed, and I would argue that it's the Bible and everything gospel-oriented, and that the open hand is the methods that we use to reach yeah. people and disciple them and just to be the church. Yeah, that's really good, man. I love that imagery of the open versus closed-handed. 
Uh, but let's just reverse that really quick. So you said earlier that you would hold on to, you know, those solid doctrinal foundations and then hold loosely with an open hand to the methods that we use. What happens when you reverse those? What happens when you cling tightly to the methods, but you actually open your hand up on the like the, the doctrinal foundations? What does that look like? Yeah, so if you, if you take what we're holding tightly to, the gospel and to doctrine of Scripture, if you let go of that, you become what we would say in our church culture as being a liberal church, one who's not grounded in the faith. You're, you're letting go of the thing that anchors you to the solid anchor of Jesus. And if you hold too tightly to the methods, uh, you would be doing what I, what I say is taking the fun out of fundamentalism. So you're basically you're holding too tight to something that, that will need to change, and therefore what ends up happening is you die. So both ways would lead to the death of a church. If you hold too tight to the methods, you'll die because you're not able to reach the culture around you. And if you let go of your solid, sure anchor in Jesus and the scriptures, then you have nothing to moor you to uh, a safe place. You end up becoming not the church anymore. So both are methods that the church will die from. So you've got to have a close-handed to scripture and Jesus and an open hand to the methods. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Yeah. So let me ask you this, like, what would you say to the person who's out there right now that's saying, man, how can we be the church when we can't gather? Like, how can we be the church when, um, when, even though the mission hasn't changed, how can we be the church when we are separated, when we're at home, uh, trying to live out this, trying to live out our faith? Like, what would you say to that person? Yeah, so I think there's a, a couple of avenues on this. One, I like to think of the cross, the shape of the cross. There's this vertical component of our relationship, that's with God, and then there's this horizontal component, the cross bar across the top. That That is our relationship with other people. So our vertical component, uh, we have personal and corporate focus on our relationship with God together as the church and individually, and we have, again, corporate and personal relationship with others that we bring into the church in that way. And so those things are the core essentials that always stay there. What changes is things like this. Instead of meeting in a Sunday school room in our building, we're meeting on Zoom. Instead of having church together right now, we're prohibited from that in the same way we're used to. So we're doing live stream, which is okay as we gather in our homes, but we miss that body of Christ together. So we're seeing that happen at least a little bit more so in drive-in church where we can't still be together and give hugs and shake hands and be close to one another physically, but we can be in the same vicinity here in the same message, experiencing that part of being the church together. But the crazy part is, is that we're actually in a time and a season where we can be more missional in our own neighborhoods. I mean, how many of us knew our neighbors last month the way we know yeah. them now? How many of us are experiencing uh, conversations with our neighbors now in a greater amount, uh, a greater frequency than we were a month ago? I mean, I think that's changed everything for how we can engage them. Even if it's six feet apart, yeah. we can talk about life, explain why we're going through this, how we depend on Jesus through this. It opens up a lot of doors for doing ministry. Yeah. And I've even noticed that in my own personal walk, like even at home, like I've noticed I'm actually outside more because being the person that I am, I do not like being cooped up inside. So I'm outside, I'm interacting with people walking down the street. And I mean, that's why I've seen, I've seen a lot of people getting out. And so this is really challenging the way that we, you know, approach theology practically, that we actually approach these things in such a way that we're challenged to say, okay, how can I live this out? And so your uh, answer to that question about how can we adapt in this season was so good. Um, so let me ask you this, why rechurch? Like, why are we calling this rechurch? What is the purpose of this? Why rechurch? 
Yeah, I think it gives the connotation. I mean, anytime you see anything like re something else, like in your email, in the subject line, you're saying this is regarding this subject matter. So first of all, it's regarding the church. This is going to be focused around the church, our church, the church at large. Um, and then also it's about kind of rethinking or reshaping or re reexamining the church, reevaluating where we are, what we're doing. I mean, this situation we're in right now with the COVID-19 crisis changes everything for us uh, at, the, at the level of programs. Um, we're having to rethink what we do and what we don't do. We have a lot of programs we were depending on and living in, and it was normal for us, and now those are just gone. Yeah. And so we're having to rethink. And the question for many of us is, is this going to be a short-term thing? Is this a blizzard that we're going through, or is this a more of a long-term winter or an even longer-term like little or mini ice age that we're going through? And just thinking through that, I mean, the ramifications, if, we're, if this is not just a blizzard, it means the church could be changing now in such a way that when we get through this season, it won't go back to the way it was. It'll be different in a lot of different ways. It may resemble in some ways what we used to experience, but it will be different. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And I even like the, you know, the language of, you know, re-church. Um, you talked about, you know, regarding the church. There's also this idea that, you know, we're kind of pushing the reset button. We're kind of going back to the way that things, you know, need to be. Uh, we're, we're looking at things like, for example, like you said, relying so much on programs. I mean, what I do, I mean, is a lot of programming. I mean, we do student ministry where we have Wednesday nights, we have Sunday mornings, we have other groups going on, all those things, events. And I can't do that right now. So what does that make me do? So, I mean, essentially, I've came up and just went up to my student ministry table, you know, because kind of figuratively speaking, and wiped the table clean and said, how can I go back to doing, how can we go back to doing things the most biblical way? And I think that in a lot of ways, this could be really good for the church. I mean, I've even seen some spiritual growth in our staff and amongst us, even as we, you know, challenge ourselves and go, what does church look like after this? I mean, not just thinking about Sunday to Sunday, but actually thinking about, you know, September. What does church look like in September? What does church look like a year from now? So these are questions that we need to be asking. So that's why ReChurch exists. Yeah, I, th- I think also just to, to kind of put this out there, I think it's healthy for us at times in seasons in our life to go back and kind of wipe the slate clean. Uh, you talked about clearing the table. Uh, I think that's healthy to do. But how many times we've ever done that with the church yeah. in the season of life we live in that's now? Good. We're having to reassess that. And I think that the healthiest way to do church is to always say, hey, let's reassess everything on at least a seasonal basis and say, does this accomplish the mission at the highest level we could possibly accomplish it. If not, let's tweak it and do it better. Or if it's not working at all, let's junk that part and let's do whatever it takes to reach people while holding to the sure and solid anchor of Jesus and the scriptures. And so I think we have to reassess those things. I mean, the question we might want to ask is if we were to restart this church again today, in this season, in this culture, using only the Bible to shape everything we do, what would that church look like? And why should we do anything other than that? I mean, that's why ReChurch is what we're calling this. Yeah. Well, y'all, I think that's a good place to close this out today. Uh, Be tuning in next week as we uh, just keep exploring just this idea of the church in the midst of this season and even beyond this season. What is the church going to look like? Thank you for joining us today on this ReChurch podcast.